Hey, Levi, did you hear what Nama did? Yup, she launched Winlow Solutions, an insurance agency that offers personalized service tailored to specific needs. So whether you need a final expense policy, a plan for your grandchildren, or even a retirement solution, Nama has got you covered. That's right, Joe. So let's connect. Click on the link in the description for more information. The sooner the better. Yep, we know life is busy, but get coverage, gain peace of mind, and create generational wealth. Why not today? So call today. 833 Winlow 00 or visit our website at Winlow Solutions. You're not just the policy number, you're, you're part, part of our, our family. family. Bye, y'all. Welcome to Winlow with Nama and Joe. I'm Krista here, aka Nama. I'm an evangelist, learning coach, mom of two, and Nama of three. I'm Josiah. I'm a Lego builder, second grader, and called by God to be a Christian warrior. Hey there, Grandma. If you're searching for biblical strategies to train your kingdom kid, you're in the right place. Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10 tells us to teach our children and grandchildren to obey God's commands. So if you're ready to win low, why not laugh on Wednesday? We'll provide you with practical tips to laugh and live, Love and learn. While inspiring you to build a legacy as well. So chillax. Grab a snack and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the podcast. podcast. Hey there, Winlow family. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. It's only the third day of the new year. It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new opportunity. And I'm excited to show up here yet again. So what can you expect at Winlow with Naman Joe, the podcast? What can you expect for the year to come? We've already laid the foundation in the last few months. The Holy Spirit is our helper, the COO. So you can still expect us to laugh and live, love and learn, and help you build a legacy for your future generations. So for 2024, Get ready for exciting interviews, more conversations, unheard and unhad with Chris and Koya, and more insight from Joe himself. Yeah, he's going to show up as Josiah, and we're going to let him have his way in the Lord. I come today with the very first episode of 2024. And if I was to title this episode, it would be, I Pledge Allegiance. A pledge is a solemn promise or undertaking. Similar words could be a covenant, bond, agreement, guarantee, or warranty. To pledge as a verb means to commit a person or organization by a solemn promise promise. To define the word allegiance, it means loyalty and obedience owed to one's country or government. And I'm sure you've heard the term, I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. In the United States of America, our good old U.S. of A., we pledge allegiance to the flag is what we were taught when we went to our public schools. The Pledge of Allegiance was published in September 8, 1892 in the issue of a magazine called The Youth's Companion. 
It was recited in schools throughout the country on the first ever American Columbus Day. In doing a brief research, the pledge was written by Francis Bellamy. He was one of the best writers on staff at the magazine company. And he was asked by James Upham, who was in charge of the premium department of the publishing company at the time. And James Upham was asked by his uncle by marriage. Daniel Ford was his uncle by marriage. Daniel Ford asked Upham to be in charge of gathering subscriptions, so to speak, or promoting the magazine among the country. And during that time in the 1880s, many citizens sought ways to promote loyalty to the country because there were still memories of the Civil War fresh in their minds. So Daniel Ford summons his nephew by marriage, James Upham, and put him in charge at the premium department of the publishing company. And Upham launched a community program where they will get donations from the community and the schools to help purchase a flag at a discounted price from the magazine. Long story short, 25,000 schools bought flags in 1891. In the summer of 1892, that's when Upham asked the best writer on staff at the publishing company, Francis Bellamy, to write a pledge. And Bellamy came up with a 22-word pledge that reads as follows. I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Under God was not a part of the original. Later, the word to was inserted. I pledge allegiance to my flag and to the republic. And then even later, 1954, under God, was added. What I want to point out here is what I found in the research that Daniel Ford along with James Upham they were part of the Freemasons. Yeah. And they believe that secular schools, well Daniel Ford believed it was the secular schools that helped him since his father was not in his life. He was absent of a father. Even more so than that, Bellamy wanted to include the word equality, but he couldn't because at that time, many school superintendents were against equality for women and African-Americans. But six weeks later, the word to, T-O, was added for better flow. I pledge allegiance to my flag and to the republic for which it stands. I said all this to say that we must be careful who we pledge our allegiance to. Learning more and more about the country and really for which it stands, I stopped saying the pledge of allegiance. I stopped saluting the flag. Even though I was teaching in the school system, mostly substitute teaching, I would place my hand over my heart, but I would not recite the Pledge of Allegiance because I'm very careful of my words. My words have so much power. 
even now knowing the original intent of this pledge. Because pledging my allegiance means I promise to support or to be loyal to someone such as a king, queen, or leader, or to a country. And I must say, I couldn't be involved with a group or an organization that is not rooted and grounded in the Word of God. So here are some interesting points I want to bring out. Number one, Bellamy was an ordained minister, a former pastor of a Boston's church. Number two, he originally did not include, quote-unquote, under God in his pledge. Number three, he was a member of the Freemasons. Number four, he was told how to write the pledge and what to include, and he did. So we can think we're doing good because of the words. They may sound good or because it sounds like it's a good thing, but it may not be a God thing. We need to find out really what's behind these words that we are reciting. Is it rooted in bitterness? Is it rooted in bigotry where it's about the white male in this case? Is it true Americanism? They were really against the incoming waves of immigrants coming in that did not look like them. So I digress. Let me get back. Although many today, many Americans today view it as a, a unifying ritual that brings people together in an affirmation of shared patriotism until you really know what's happening. I cannot pledge my allegiance. Many times we pledge our allegiance or we make a vowel or oath. And the strongest one I've made to date was in marriage when I got married, but I was also divorced. And in that divorce decree, I renounced my oath that I made, although I said for better or for worse. But the Bible declares, whom God has put together, let no man put asunder. And I had to come to the realization that God did not put my marriage together. And it took one simple sentence for me to declare the end of my marriage. That one sentence that ended my marriage when my ex-husband said he would take my life. Words have so much power. So what I want to share with you today is that we must be careful not to make any oaths unless they're made unto God. Because God says that he, he is God alone and we shall not have any other God besides him. We shall not make any idols of any God. It's so important, family, to realize if you have made any oaths, made any declarations, pledged an allegiance to any other person or organization, that you repent, pray and ask God, show me, show me my error. If I pledged an allegiance to someone other than you, to something other than you, Show me. And then when he does, if he does, be prepared to repent, turn away, about face, course correct, go the other way, and place God above any other person, any other 
than any other organization. Now, when I was starting the podcast, I thought about when my grandsons were born. They both were born in 2015. And at that time, I was still in fornication. Being a single Christian woman, I was in fornication. The sin of fornication. And although I knew it was wrong, and although I can see myself at one time saying, Lord, I'm, I'm done, I'm through. It wasn't until my grandsons were born that I actually said, I will not be in fornication. I will not have a quote-unquote special friend. I don't want my grandsons or any of my grandchildren to ask me, oh, who is that? Who is that Uncle Jeff? Or who is, who is that person? And it would be not their grandfather. No, not so. I had to ask the Lord, was I, was I idolizing grandparenthood? Because I was willing to be delivered from fornication. I was willing to make the decision to give up fornicating because grandchildren were on the way or because my grandchildren were born. And I was not willing to give up sex because it was wrong in the sight of God. Ah, that laid so heavy on my heart. I had to repent. God, I'm sorry that it would be the birth of grandchildren or even the thought of being a grandparent to make me turn around, repent, and go the other way. And perhaps God used me having grandchildren or he used me being a grandma to get my life in order for me to be delivered. I no longer wanted to fornicate. I no longer wanted to gamble. I wanted to get my life in order. He had already been dealing with me. I was not a strong drinker, so it's nothing for me to stop drinking wine. It was not doing any good to my body anyway. We must be careful to whom or to what we pledge our allegiance. So on this day, the third day of January, 2024, I pledge allegiance to Jesus Christ himself and to the Holy Word of God. I pledge to read my Bible, to do what the Bible says, to be obedient to the Word of God and to the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is my forever pledge, but I make it on this podcast so that the world will know. Anyone's listening, this is to whom I pledge my allegiance, to God the Father, to His Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for me. And with the shed blood of Jesus Christ, I have power to tread over serpents by the blood of Jesus Christ. I have power and authority And to my helper, Holy Spirit himself, I pledge allegiance. I pledge to be led and to be guided in all truth. I thank you, God. This is not a resolution, but this is a pledge. Matthew 5 and 34 tells us not to swear by anything. Do not make oath of promises. Verse 34 says, But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, 
for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Matthew 5th chapter, verses 34 through 37. So I pledge allegiance to God the Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to Jesus Christ himself, who shed his blood on Calvary's cross, and to my helper, the Holy Ghost. I pledge allegiance to the kingdom, God's kingdom. I pledge allegiance to training and nurturing kingdom kids. In Jesus' name, I pray, and it is so. Amen. Hey there, Winlow crew. Before you leave, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please support us by leaving a review, subscribing to our channel on Apple Podcasts, and we will personally read every one of them. We also invite you to join our Winlow community at winlowwithnemaandjoe.com. The link is in the show notes. And remember to make this daily affirmation found in Isaiah 54, 13. My children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. We'll meet you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.